Hey, beautiful people. Welcome to the Vinca podcast. Thank you very much for joining me. So today we're going to be doing part two of knowing your body. And this is really about what on earth your body is trying to tell you about certain nutrient deficiencies. And I think the body is super clever with this because it will throw signs and symptoms out at us to go, hey, can you please give me some more of this? That's what I need right now. And the more we don't listen, the louder and louder it gets, a little bit like my children. Um, So I think it's really cool to understand this and really cool because it's a tool for preventative health. And, you know, how that works is that this sign and symptom is letting you know that if you don't give this nutrient to me, then I'm not going to be able to perform all my jobs that I need to do. So for example, when we were talking about um, vitamin C last week, we talked about bleeding gums or red gums being an issue for vitamin C deficiency. And so correcting that nutrient to get those gums back is wonderful. But it's also about what you don't see, I guess that's important. So when you're deficient in vitamin C, You're not going to be able to have the strongest immune system you could possibly have. Or you're not going to be able to build collagen, which isn't just about making us look young. It's also about keeping the integrity in your gut. It's also vitamin C is needed for your adrenal glands to help you with stress and managing that. So if you are deficient in a certain nutrient, it's not just about your cracked lips or your dry heels or your bleeding gums. It's about all the wonderful things that can happen in your body to keep you healthy and in a good mood with good energy, etc. So I think it's so cool to have these clues to let us know that something's not right in the body and we can help fix it. And for me, that's where we can prevent so many diseases. So awesome stuff in my world. Anyway, so let's crack into this and get into some of these signs and symptoms that we were discussing last week and do some more. Um, And I'm going to start by talking about vision in the dark. And I think a lot of you will remember the days of being told to eat carrots to help you see in the dark. And the reason we were told that is because of vitamin A. So vitamin A deficiency can cause us to have issues with our vision in general, but particularly our ability to see in the dark. I think my husband would love to give me some vitamin A actually, because when I drive at night time, I'm like a 90 year old woman I drive very slow I can't seem to judge distances I don't know if I'm the only one in this group but I really don't like driving at night time um, I don't think it's my vitamin A deficiency I just think it's more of a skill level for me but what is really important here is if you are struggling with your vision at night or in vision in general then think about getting some vitamin A foods in to you and yes carrots do contain vitamin A but the best sources are actually from more things that aren't plant-based so dairy fatty fish cod liver oil liver egg yolks etc because the plant sources of um, vitamin A beta carotene aren't always absorbed by everyone that well so you're better off kind of getting it from those choices I've just mentioned and if you are deficient and it's not because of diet reasons in terms of quantity of foods you eat quality of foods you're eating then more than likely it could be actually to do with your um, ability to make bile because you need good bile to be able to absorb and break down vitamin A in your foods because it's a fat soluble nutrient so think about that too if you are deficient in that so the next one on my list is a real quick one cold sores Um, for any of you that suffer cold sores quite often the reason you will get them I know there's lots of things like stress and you know being out in the wind or getting sunburned etc being just run down in general but a lot of the times lysine 
can really um, help you prevent them and also help you get rid of them a lot quicker. So lysine is an amino acid um, and is um, really important for fighting viral infections such as the cold sore one. So think about lysine and I take like a thousand milligrams a day as a preventative and you can take more than that if you feel that cold sore coming on Um, and I've had lots of my clients give good feedback on that one. So the next one I'm going to talk about is vitamin B1, which is also called thiamine. Now, this little dude, he actually packs quite a punch with how many things he does for us, and not a lot of us would really think about thiamine, to be honest, but we should because when B1 gets deficient, we can get quite a variety of symptoms as a result. So I'm just going to kind of go through some of these, and you don't have to have every single one of these, but if you're kind of ticking the box for one, two, three of these things, then really think about addressing your B1 deficiency, um, and you may get quite a lot of um, significant improvement. So some of the signs would be excessive sweating, and this is something a lot of people struggle to get to the bottom of, but if you're in this category, and lack of sweating too, the opposite um, side of the spectrum, if you're in this category, think B1 deficiency, and um, yeah, and see how you go with, with correcting that and whether that changes. Other things that can happen here are burning feet, and it can even be burning hot hands as well, actually. But the burning feet can be B1 deficiency. Um, brain fog. Um, and also that anxious kind of tension, that really irritableness. And when you're going to bed at night, you're just overthinking. You can't, you know, you're solving the world's problems. This can be B1 deficiency. It can be other things as well. But I would start with trying B1, a simple kind of solution, to see whether that can help with that, particularly that worry and that kind of irritableness um give it a whirl anyway and see how you go other things that can happen around sleep actually are things like insomnia nightmares nightmares is a big one for b1 deficiency so if you're getting nightmares um then please try b1 and i know that i'm myself in this category i'm always having people try to murder me in my sleep it's horrific and i (laughs) it's always when i've forgotten to take my b supplement so think about um that one as well and sleep apnea and other breathing issues in general actually can be caused by B1 deficiency. Um, and then the other one that I had too was vertigo, and I didn't know this till recently. Um, and last year I had so many clients with vertigo. So if you're listening to me, these clients, and I didn't know this at that time, please try um, vitamin B1 and see whether you can correct your vertigo. Um, and there's lots of things that cause vertigo. There's B12 deficiency, there's blood pressure issues, blood sugar issues, um, all sorts of things um, that can um, cause it as well. But, you know, one of the solutions is B1. So give it a whirl and see if it helps. Um, one of the other things that B1 deficiency does when we are deficient is it causes the lactic acid to build up in our muscles, which can either present as really sore muscles or it can present as restless leg. So trying um, B1 for either of those two scenarios is a great idea. And also what I've recently learned with regards to B1 is that for those of you who are really struggling with your performance and exercise, you know, in terms of getting those last few Ks in your cycle or your run, um, and just really not having the stamina to keep going, then you can think about taking 100 milligrams of B1 before you exercise to give you an extra boost in your performance. Um, so if you do try this, I'd love you guys to provide me some feedback on how that how you go with that because it can be apparently amazing and I would love to see more people trialing it and seeing how that works. So if you are deficient in these foods, uh, sorry, this nutrient, then think about getting the B1 foods 
in your diet. I um, suggest things like liver, nutritional yeast, eggs, sunflower seeds. They're all really good sources of B1. If you are quite deficient, then I would take a supplement, which is thiamine. But if you are finding that you're getting more of the mental picture with regards to brain fog, that kind of anxious tension and overwhelm kind of feeling, then you want to try it in a type of B1 called benfotiamine, and I can't ever pronounce it, but um, flick me a message and I will let you know what that one is. Uh, And that can really increase the um, brain activity by 25 times. It's incredible. Really good for those of you who know anyone with Alzheimer's because it can really help with that memory and brain function and the amyloid plaque. So um, something to think about for anyone who knows that. So I just have a couple more that I'm going to go through with you and the next one on my list is for those of you who get that flaky skin around your nose or even around your forehead. So I want you to think here that this could be omega-3 deficiency. So omega-3 deficiency comes for two reasons. One is that you're simply not eating enough omega-3 foods in your diet. So think things like fatty fish like sardines and salmon or eggs and Uh, um, the second reason that you could be deficient in omega-3 is actually because you have too much of omega-6 in your body. And I'm talking about the bad omega-6, not the good omega-6s. So there are two types. So omega-6 can come in a lot of um, seeds like hemp seeds, for example, that is wonderful for us. But there is the refined oil omega-6s that aren't great for us. So, you know, thinking of canola oil or vegetable oil or animal meats such as chicken, for example, that is fed on grains that are high in omega-6s that are processed omega-6s. So when we're eating meat that is fed off these grains that are high in the bad omega-6s, unfortunately, it's going to turn the fat onto that animal into the bad omega-6 rather than the beautiful omega-6 that we could have got from that animal if we had eaten had eaten the right diet. So the key for you to think about here then is to not just get good omega-3s into your diet, but is to also make sure that the omega-6s that you're eating in your diet are the good ones and not too much of the bad ones so that you can allow omega-3 to be well-balanced in the body with your omega-6s. Hopefully that makes sense. Okay, so the last one we've got is magnesium. And I think you guys will be very familiar with this one. Magnesium seems to be one we're very well schooled up on. But for those of you who need some more help with this one to know what the deficiencies look like, then the key ones would be things like leg cramps or um, restless legs, insomnia, and um, eye twitches, little shake in your tongue when you poke it out. It doesn't have to be a huge wobble, just a little bit of a quiver can be magnesium deficiency. And to be quite frank, I think most people are deficient in magnesium. It comes in things like um, leafy greens, chocolate, which is nice, dark chocolate. Um, But a lot of us aren't getting enough because we use magnesium heavily in our body under stress and under busy lives. So I find that we're not getting enough through diet and we're using too much through our busy life that most people are deficient in magnesium. So something to think about in your diet and whether you need to supplement with this one to kind of help your levels out. So you've made it to the end of this mini-series. So I thank you so much for listening to me. And I promise to come back to these podcasts as soon as I'm settled in my new house. But if you have ideas that you would love me to talk about, please just email them to me. I love getting some inspiration from you guys of what you want to hear. So please flick me a line if you have some topics you want covered. But take care, everyone. Chat to you soon. Bye.